Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We'll share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. In addition to a podcast, The Breakthrough is a coaching and advisory business that provides programs for business leaders, owners, and managers to develop your skills and capabilities to boost your business and enjoy a better life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Team, very excited to have Darren Ellis in the house with us this morning. Daz, welcome along. So honored to be here. Oh, stop it. Uh, look, Daz, you've had a, a huge influence in uh, my life. I've been privileged enough to train with you at CrossFit NZ. Um, I haven't quite got my five-year plaque on the wall, but I'm, I'm getting Must close. Be close. I am close. I think I've, um, about another three or four months, I think I get the five-year five year plaque. Oh, that's um, pretty impressive, all right. But having uh, played sport, been involved in fitness my whole whole life, it's been uh, amazing for me to uh, find the family at CrossFit NZ and uh, really want to share some of your insights around uh, health and fitness and well-being and certainly running a business as well with our, uh, with our listeners. So tell us what came first, Des. The uh, If we talk about CrossFit, mm-hmm. was it the fitness for yourself that came first or was it the idea around how do I build a business that uh, can be in this industry? Uh, a reasonably organic thing. Um, I was in the industry already and I was running a boot camp, mm-hmm. outdoor boot camp at the time. They were all the rage. Sure. And uh, so, you know, always wanted to follow a trend. Seemed like a great way to get outside of the uh, traditional industry, which I was already just instinctive. I'm not going to say I had any amazing, mm-hmm. you know, insight, but it just, I could already sense it wasn't for me. Um, and so boot camp was a great way to, yeah. you know, do my own thing, do it my mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. But uh, to that end, always researching other ways, better ways, and stumbled across CrossFit. How, how long ago was this? You know, oh, 2007 or so. Once I did my first proper CrossFit workout, it was give or take three months before I rebranded, became a CrossFit affiliate, and mm-hmm. set up the first CrossFit affiliate in the country. Mm-hmm. And I think as Kiwis, we often do the, oh, I could just kind of do my own thing. Um, I could probably wing it, I can probably grab some stuff on the internet and figure it, figure it out. Mm-hmm. What was the appeal of becoming a, an affiliate? It's an interesting one, and, I, and I've been asked it a lot um, because CrossFit, many people don't realize CrossFit is not a franchise. Uh, it's not a corporate, it's not corporately owned, all the locations, you know, there's 15,000 affiliates worldwide of various sizes, and we simply license the, the brand name. Mm-hmm. The way I answer these questions is, is really it's a very, very small fee to be part of a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the gyms themselves become, you know, access to a, a community, which is a big draw card and a big thing that keeps people in, in that. So it uh, just seemed like they really had some amazing ideas around fitness. Yeah. They were very contrarian. I like that. They, mm-hmm. they went against the grain. And mm-hmm. I already, you know, as I said, was feeling like the way fitness was being done wasn't, um, wasn't for the right reasons. And so yeah, it just seemed like a, a group that I wanted to align myself yeah. with. Was a career in fitness always going to be your your thing? Well, it's funny. You look back and you could say maybe yes. Uh, I've uh, told people in the past that uh, I was basically a high school dropout who got uh, first place in physical education. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, received the award on stage, but uh, wasn't able to progress to university as a result of crapping out and everything else. Um, So, yeah, maybe the writing was on the wall. I didn't see it at the time. And... uh, close to a decade of sort of mucking around overseas and doing all the various jobs. Mm-hmm. 
pulling getting life experience. I think they call well, that. That's, yeah. that's exactly it. You know, tour guide, bouncer, farmer, mm -hmm. um, dive master, security guard. Must have been some construction um, in there, surely. There was construction oh, yeah, labour, yeah. yeah. That's right. I can lay them in hardwood floor yeah. if you uh, ever want to redo your kitchen. Nice. And uh, yeah, so that all brought me around. So eventually, though, it was a sort of quarter life crisis, um, bang on 25. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to do now, I was living in Canada at the time, and I uh, thought I need to become an adult and get a degree like everyone else seems to have done. And uh, it's the only thing that I could possibly contemplate was mm -hmm. exercise science. Right. So tell us, what was the degree you did? How long did that take? Uh, it was the University it? of Auckland, yep. a three-year degree, which immediately rolled into a master's because of that terrifying realisation <laughs> that there was no uh, back page section yes, in the Herald yes. for uh, exercise scientists wanted. Yep. Mm -hmm. An awful lot of lawyers and accountants mm -hmm. and IT, and mm -hmm. no exercise scientists, funnily enough. There was just no work to be had, so drew it out a little longer with yep. the masters. But again, um, fantastic experience. I mm. got to travel, got to present to international audiences, got to be involved in incredible research. Mm. Um, but yeah, I certainly learnt at, through there that I needed to figure it out for myself. I needed to make my own career, and that's where it started. Yeah, right. Um, the master's thesis was uh, being written while I was uh, expanding the business. Mm -hmm. um, hence, why I got about a year's worth of extensions. For many of us, they think go to university. It's kind of like you you have to go to get the get the bit of paper. But in yeah. reality, when you actually hit a job, uh, a lot of what you've learnt at, at university is is not necessarily that applicable. Yeah. How applicable has it been for you? Because there's plenty of people operating in the health mm. industry that obviously don't mm. have the level of qual qualification you have. Yeah, it's a really interesting question because first instinct, and I've said a lot of time, is that it wasn't very applicable. U of A degree, uh, while fantastic, was very theoretical. Mm -hmm. So for someone who's looking to um, get into academia and research, amazing. But for someone who wanted to get into the trenches and, and, and do the work of coaching, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, not as much. It taught me to, to read and interpret research, and there's a lot of bad research out there when it comes to health and fitness. So mm -hmm. understanding that a little bit better and, and, and being able to see through the, mm. the chaff a little bit, to, yeah. you know, as I was yeah, continuing sure. to learn, just, yes. just been able to yep. weigh that stuff up. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're a very fad-driven industry, mm -hmm. and um, there's always something new coming out. Mm -hmm. um, so it helps me mm -hmm. to see through that. Cool. Yeah. One of our breakthrough principles that we talk to all of our members about is the importance of health, family, and work, yeah, and particularly that. in that order. So uh, when we think about health, we think of both the physical and the mental wealth aspect of that. But uh, if I was to ask you, what, is, what does health mean to you? What would you say? I think, yeah, I'm going to, you know, it's a little bit maybe um, cliche, but people talk a lot about the, the life-work balance thing, and it, I, I forget who it was, and I uh, wish I could give this person credit, but they talked more about uh, synergy. In fact, I think it might have been the Amazon guy or, or someone, oh, one yeah. of those. Jeff Bezos or someone? Yeah, I think yep. it might have been, might have been Bezos, but uh, synergy rather than balance, mm -hmm. and it was really understanding that um, those things, part, those parts of your life complemented each other versus trying to sort of partition yes. them. Yes. Um, I've been very guilty of not partitioning well. I mm -hmm. still am, still mm -hmm. working on it. Um, but uh, certainly setting up the business was you know, a lot of living in the gym, mm -hmm. periods of that, yes. uh, not drawing a wage, mm -hmm. you know, going through all that. So I don't want to use the word moderation because I don't quite like that word either. I just no. think it's sort of been used and, and abused. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's something like that. There's certainly there's got to be some synergy uh, around health and you know, it's nutrition and it's movement. Those are the, the obvious ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a fantastic 
TED Talks circulating around there. I think it was one of the top 10, so easy to find. But it really reinforced this sort of idea that I've had that, uh, you know, it's a lot more than that. So the community we have in the gym is a, is a you know, massive part of it. No one ever comes to that gym saying, I'm just looking for a, to make some new friends and join a, yeah, a group yeah, of like-minded yeah. people. Yeah, sure. But you talk to any member yes. of the gym and that's all they talk about. Absolutely. Right? So what happened to the initial mm. desire to get fit, mm. um, to lose weight, to gain muscle, mm. to mm. do better at sport? Yep. No one talks about that anymore. Mm. They just say, amazing community. Yep. I've got lifelong friends and this mm. is my third place and all that. Mm. So uh, coming back to the TED talk, it was uh, close personal relationships and social connection were one and two on the list of factors in longevity. Right. right. Yes. Nutrition and exercise were mm-hmm. five and six or six mm-hmm. and seven, way down the list. I'm a gym that promotes nutrition, sleep, stress management, meditation, hanging out with friends and mm-hmm. um, finding good groups to yeah, yeah, associate yeah. with. Yeah. And uh, we should maybe do some exercise along the way. Yeah. Right. And and I love the, the focus of uh, getting movement done outside of the gym as well. You know, you're a yeah. big proponent of, yeah, um, yeah sure, I'm running a, a structured environment here with mm-hmm. CrossFit, but actually this is preparing you for life. Yeah, 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 very much so. Uh, even just down to you know recent decisions around uh, making our memberships not sort of concession or twice a week or three times a week or anything. I wanted to sort of remove mm-hmm. any need to kind of get my sessions in, yes. get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. It's just classes are free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pay for a membership to the community, community because yeah. the point is I yep. want you to. I certainly wouldn't want someone weighing up: Do I use my third mm-hmm. workout at the gym, or mm-hmm. I've got this opportunity to go mountain biking with some yeah. friends? Um, that would be you know, a terrible mm-hmm. thing for mm-hmm. me. So finding that balance with stuff inside and outside the gym and using inside the gym movements and, and exercise to help you do better mm-hmm. or, or, or uh, access more yes. or thrive mm-hmm. in the things that you choose to do outside the gym as well. Mm-hmm. Look, I would just like to say uh, thank you not at all for the workout yesterday. It was uh, it was Hillary. Do you want to give us a bit of a uh, refresh of why that workout? What was, sure. what was important about it? Not going to lie, uh, most people when they hear the word CrossFit, they tend to think of extreme kind of uh, workouts. Uh, it really is a, or should be a very, very small part. Training is supposed to complement your life, but every once in a while, you know, you need to be tested. And um, both that's both physically and mentally. So the way that we like to do it at CrossFit NZ and at uh, our sister gym, Revolt CrossFit 09, is either in a, in a sort of a cheesy sense, we'll, we'll uh, recognize an action hero, workouts that are themed after mm-hmm. uh, Die Hard or, or a yep. Schwarzenegger movie mm-hmm. or, are always a bit of fun. And um, also uh, New Zealand, real genuine New Zealand heroes. So Hillary being the, uh, the one that you got to experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday. And for our international audience, Hillary, uh, so, the uh, Sir Edmund Hillary uh, was the first man to scale Mount Everest. Yep. And so we had a very, uh, shall we say, climbing base workout for you mm. guys mm. yesterday. Yeah, it was yeah. it was quality. There was a, um, uh, I think this might actually be the first time we've ever done this. I actually yeah. went home and I, I had a sleep on the couch when I got home. Okay, I thought you were going to say you cried. But um, yeah, uh, well, I did that, that as well. I did that as well. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's nothing unusual. Uh, but it was, a, it was a goodie. And uh, something I find absolutely phenomenal, you know, I've been at CrossFit NZ for five years. Uh, I've never done the same workout once. How do you go about keeping it so fresh and, and creating? So it must be a, a mammoth task to continually come up with new workouts and new combinations. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, there's movements that get repeated and yep. there's combinations yep. that get repeated, yep. but mm-hmm. an entirety of workout, I'm convinced I've never done the same one same one twice. Except, so that, for, except for testing days, right? You, 
Said. Yeah, but even even then, like normally the the warm up will be something oh, different sure, to sure. what we've done yeah, in the previous yeah. previous class, yeah. or the focus will be different. So you know there is always that that variety. Yeah. Yeah. How do you uh, this many years deep into it? How do you keep the passion to continually come up with those uh, variations in workout and and do those things? That is a good question, and I, I was almost going to answer. I'm not really sure because I, I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. Mm. Um, I simply then as you were talking I remembered the occasional night staring at a spreadsheet where Monday Tuesday Wednesday Friday Saturday were filled out and I was just laser beaming on Thursday going I cannot for the life of me figure out the movement or the workout mm-hmm. that will fit in mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and uh, it drives me bananas maybe analyzing over analyzing a little too much sometimes uh, because it does mean a lot to me that I get that sort of thing right mm-hmm. you know, balance is important mm-hmm. we have people training different frequencies mm-hmm. Um, different abilities so I'm ensuring that they all get the, yep. the kind of stimulus is hard um, but yeah you know uh, coming on a couple of decades of practice certainly helps not being afraid to say that one wasn't right and either scrap it or, mm-hmm. or tweak it for the next time mm-hmm. around and yeah, change yeah. it yeah but yeah it's a it's a it's a core tenet of uh, mm. CrossFit is constantly varied so getting enough variance to keep it interesting but enough repetition so we can practice and improve as well, um, it's it. Yeah, it is simply just practice. I guess uh, mm. is the is the sort of the boring answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but caring would be, mm-hmm. you know, maybe another aspect of that. Yeah. I do care about getting it right, and thus I put yeah. the effort in yeah. to ensure yeah. it is. Mm. Yeah. Surely appreciate it. Uh, I really want to. I want to talk about uh, running CrossFit as a business. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, uh, let's talk CrossFit Games. Okay. Uh, I think uh, for many people that haven't participated in, in CrossFit, uh, they may have been exposed to CrossFit games through media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's become a, quite a uh, global phenomenon now and it has its own uh, rich vein of superstars and, and those kind of things that are involved. Um, first question, how would you compare uh, the CrossFit games to someone who goes and does CrossFit as part of their kind of workout movement? Uh, Type of thing. That's pretty similar to uh, the spin bike in your lounge and the Tour de France. They're different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One is a, a health exercise wellness program mm-hmm. and, uh, and nutrition. The other is elite level sport. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They just happen to use very similar movements, mm-hmm. but just the same as spin yes. and Tour de France yes. is cycling. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, as you've been to the CrossFit Games yourself? I have. Yeah, how many times have you qualified uh, well, and competed? Officially twice. Yep. Uh, I, I competed in the team competition mm-hmm. in 2010, mm-hmm. um, in its sort of uh, very fledgling years, and uh, recently in 2015 uh, as a Masters athlete. And when you reflect on your experience mm-hmm. of the Games, both the uh, qualification, the preparation, and then the, the event itself, mm-hmm. what stands out most for you in your, in your memory? It's funny because it comes back a little bit to that community stuff again. For me, I've often said that I'm not really much of a competitor. I don't seem to have that drive to win. Yep. Uh, I want to do the best I can yes. can do and be yep. the best I can be, but mm-hmm. I don't seem to have that kind of cutthroat, like mm-hmm. I want to win this race. I want, yep. I want to bury that guy next to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yep. However, I often, I've often talked about it or thought about it that that's a defining trait of why humans are kind of top dog apex predators because mm-hmm. we have that that gene in mm-hmm. us and so i wanted to explore it and and at least uh improve it 
so putting myself into these high level competitions was a way to face that fear mm -hmm. and uncertainty mm -hmm. and, and force myself to at least you know at least hang on yep try to yep. not be cannon fodder and how did you think about your preparation because it's a it's a big thing to even just qualify to get to the games it's massive and then you have this window yeah. where you need to uh go great i've qualified and now i've got to get this prep to go i'm now going to be on a global stage mm -hmm. i'm going to be against the best athletes in the world yeah how do you think about your preparation and the context here is that whether you're preparing for the CrossFit Games or whether you're preparing for a big strategic initiative in your in your business or there's a, a real personal goal that you want to get ticked off I think they have similar similar traits yeah so how do, how do you approach those yeah. big goals well I can certainly attest to what worked that time around uh, competing as a master's athlete was uh, partitioning everything aka having uh, laser focus on the task at hand um, and it's not something I'm normally very good mm -hmm. at. Without going too deep in it, there's circumstances right around there was uh, I was a little low on staff and um, and had qualified for the games and involved travel and all this and that. And there was it really was a back to the wall. There's no choice but to make this work. And yep. so, uh, I yeah, I've never been as focused I think before then yep. or since. Mm. I'm still trying to get it back that uh, laser focus where mm. it was sort of come in, coach early classes, train, eat, coach yep. another class, train again, mm -hmm. do admin, coach another class, train, go home, eat, you mm -hmm. know, repeat. I seem to remember having a constant smile on my face for yep. months through yep. the process too. Yep. I felt like I was crushing it, never felt behind. It's a strange one, but I think again, because I was I was on top of it, I, yep. was, I didn't let them overlap, yep. where that's common for me now. I'll, yep. I, you know, I'll fall into that terrible habit of doing a set, checking the phone, looking around the gym, oh, I need to tidy that up, I need to get that sorted mm -hmm. out. Ridiculous, yep. absolutely yep. ridiculous. Yeah, again, always a work on, and I think that's mm. that's definitely what helped me and what I'm, I'm always yep. trying to improve is clarity. Focus. Clarity and focus are yeah. such powerful elements, and even a we sometimes talk to our members about burning platforms. Mm -hmm. You know, when you've got something that's going on in your life or in your business, that's like it, it's it's the burning platform. If we don't sort this out, we're in real trouble. And just how focused people and how much execution yeah. you can achieve when yeah. you've got that. Yeah. Um, the question always becomes how do you how do you do that when you don't have the burning platform? So, you know, you haven't right. got the games to go to in two months. Yeah. How do I stay focused on my workout or my coaching yes. or my nutrition or whatever yes. you're still, still doing that? Yeah, a lot of people talk about needing a goal. Um, and I think goals are important. But, mm. uh, yeah, can you, could you do it without a goal? There's often, you know, if, if, if the goal doesn't have enough sort of weight behind it or it's too, too temporary, mm -hmm. oh, I need to get in shape for summer. Oh, I've got a wedding coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Whatever, you know, mm -hmm. it's reunion school mm -hmm. reunion and i just want to you know well as soon as you meet that target then yes there's nothing to hold you to yep. it so yeah mm -hmm. sometimes they need to go a little bit deeper than mm -hmm. or simply the uh, and this is what i'm really big on now just the act or art of being okay with the present and just rocking yep. up to mm -hmm. train or to yep. whatever or eating good food mm -hmm. because that's just thing. fine it's a good thing mm -hmm. to do it doesn't need to be a real reason yep. behind it let us tap into the uh, nutrition piece what guidance would you give to people that are you know they're not looking for anything extreme it's just like what are the, what are the basic fundamental building blocks of, of good nutrition mm -hmm. yeah there's a couple of simple points that i come back to the first is remembering that food offers us two things in a way energy mm -hmm. in the form of calories and it offers us nutrients so vitamins and minerals yep. and things like that is it, there's a third group though as well which is enjoyment oh. isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i know where you're going with that you seem to remember um not 100 accurate but i know where you're going with the alcohol kind of oh no 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 i was just uh purely um 
you know, I really, I really enjoy food, and I, I think I eat reasonably well. But yes. there's, for me, there's actually real joy in eating good food as well. Uh-huh. Um, so these, I don't just look at it as, as fuel and nutrients. Oh, actually, sure. actually, actually there's a real enjoyment, enjoyment <laughs> aspect. Well, as I guess, well, yeah. but maybe what I mentioned is yeah. tied up with that. I, absolutely, there's, there's enjoyment. No, it's a really good point. But if I was being, you know, super clinical, yes. No, those are the two things that they that it gives to us. And help me understand the difference between energy and nutrients. Yeah, so the calories that the energy that uh, the food gives us are the fuel, so to speak, and that's most commonly found in carbohydrate and fat. Are the most energy dense foods, and then yeah, nutrients, the the nourishment that we get from food, so the vitamins and the minerals from vegetables and well, any other any food contains mm-hmm. some vitamins and minerals. This is yeah. how how many. Right. What often happens though is we find ourselves eating for energy versus mm-hmm. eating for nutrients or nourishment and yes certainly some of those more social foods might find Mm -hmm. themselves in the energy giving camp they don't have to a well cared for barbecue Mm -hmm. meal Mm -hmm. has a lot of nutrients as well so but generally the more the more beige in color the less the less likely to have nutrients yeah Yeah. beige food is is, (laughs) tends to not be not be good with the exception of turnips Uh, but then they they sound like a boring beige yeah, food yeah, anyway yeah, don't yeah, they but they no do. they are pretty good yeah uh, so yeah trying to eat food that has is more nourishing um, but the easiest way to think about that is breaking it down further is the way i tend to approach it is, is four factors or four questions i ask myself anytime i'm eating uh, i need a source of protein i need vegetables as many as i can get uh, and i'll often joke that i'm a vegetarian who also eats meat yeah, that's right. what my plate looks like it's sure. covered in veggies mm-hmm. and there'll be a, a moderate sensible serving mm-hmm. of protein there as mm-hmm. well but there will always be some yep. protein um, mental alertness like everything in our body is made of protein so turnover yep. and, mm-hmm. and, and um, synthesis and replenishment of yep. those cells it's very filling so I don't get hungry if I'm eating protein and the veggies contribute to that as well you know we're lucky in New Zealand we've got fantastic quality sure. proteins mm-hmm. not factory farm to a mm-hmm. certain extent so that's protein veggies good source of fat now that might come with the protein particularly red meat, but otherwise, you know, uh, olive oil, avocado, raw nuts, dairy if you tolerate it well. Finally, carbohydrate. What I would say about that is sort of time it around your most active part of the day. Where you're more active is where you consume more carbohydrate. Generally better processed, better tolerated, better partitioned into the muscle rather than stored as fat. So best to have that carbohydrate pre-workout or post? Um, Actually, either, again, without getting too worried about it. So post is where most people talk about it. Mm -hmm. But as long as it's somewhere near to when you're exercising, whether you ate it before Mm -hmm. or after, it's not too big a deal. Because, again, that's kind of going down a rabbit hole, like, oh, post-workout and and getting into nutrient timing, Mm -hmm. which has got a lot of value behind it. But Mm -hmm. um, for the the average person who's simply Mm -hmm. looking to be healthy it's more about yeah so so carbohydrate tends to be a primary source of energy and not so many nutrients which is another reason to to have it on the lower side keto and that sort of thing is all the rage keto mm-hmm. diets which are very low to no carbs there's some really interesting clinical applications of that stuff but most people don't have to go that far or stay there mate. they mm-hmm. might toy with it mm-hmm. usually just lower carbohydrate and if anyone was looking for numbers we're sort of talking like 150 to 200 grams a day or less versus the standard sort of 350 to 500, which is consumed by the average Mm -hmm. Westerner. So just to recap, those four are protein, Protein, veggies, healthy fat, healthy fat, and 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 carbs carbs based around your exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what did your uh, what did your dinner plate look like last night? It was uh, lamb chops, and uh, I had uh, just worked out in the garage. Uh, Lamb chops, some uh, potato, some kumara, and silver beet. Okay. Didn't like how my dad used to cook it, but I do a better yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what was your, your fat, uh, good fat in there was in the meat? Uh, yeah, it was a portion? fairly fatty lamb chop. Yeah. Um, 
there was a little bit of duck fat on the carbohydrate. Yeah, that was all. Okay. Sometimes there might be a bit of yeah. olive oil or, or ghee or butter mm -hmm. in the silver beet as well. Because there was a reasonable amount in the chop in the meat, whereas if I'd say it had chicken or a mm -hmm. lean cut of something else, mm -hmm. I might have thrown a bit extra in the vegetables. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think that balance of those four components you talk about seems really uh, easy to nail at dinner time. Um, yeah, how, do you, yeah. how do you think about those at, uh, at a breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. Most people crush dinner. They do a pretty yeah. good job. But then I'll make some recommendation like cook twice as much for dinner and then you've got lunch as well or, or breakfast the next day. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't eat lamb chops for breakfast. Why not? Uh, that's, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't have cornflakes a thousand years ago. So that's, you know, often just a little mindset to yeah, get past. Yeah. So yeah, that's the easiest one, double cook. Uh, yeah, it, just, it does involve a little more planning, but it's more just an unfortunate reality around nutrition is generally easier isn't working. Yes, yeah, convenience so, food tend yeah. to be on the so, uh, poorer side of the yeah. nutrition and, and yeah. energy kind yeah. of zone. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a little bit of extra output on the individual to make mm -hmm. it work. Yes. But uh, yeah, I use tricks or hacks to try to help myself around mm -hmm. time. So you double cook in, yep. um, batch cooking on a Sunday, mm -hmm. making home, mm -hmm. but get the slow cooker cranking. Mm -hmm. And that's so easy. I buy the cheapest cut of meat, like a bolar yep. roast or something mm -hmm. for eight bucks a kilo, mm -hmm. and just throw that thing into the slow cooker. Yep. Bit of salt and pepper lit on, 12 hours later you got pulled beef. That easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to throw other things in there and right. now um, that's, it. that's it, I don't even touch it. It's wow. fantastic. There's running a business as CrossFit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always been an interesting thing for me is can you make a business out of your passion or should you kind of have a business that creates an income for you and then use the money you create to follow your passion. I feel like you're firmly entrenched in the I'm doing my passion as my, as mm -hmm. my business. If you were to give yourself some advice, thinking back to the the young man that started out on this journey and running a business in the fitness industry, mm -hmm. now with the benefit of, of hindsight, what advice would you give your uh, former self? I honestly don't have too many regrets mm -hmm. in that regard. Uh, mm -hmm. Certainly, I, I, I agree with you in, in, in principle about that. You know, It's likely better to have them separate. I didn't think about it too much as I was getting into it, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I don't think I had that clarity of thought where mm -hmm. I was like, "Is this a good idea?" Mm -hmm. In that sense, um, I was possibly protected. Yeah. I think most people are actually accidental business owners. Yeah, they don't often don't kind of yeah. set out on the path, or yeah. they kind of go down and they just kind of arrive at. A I can still remember making the comment to a friend who would own a business like all that responsibility. Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I just want to draw a paycheck. Yeah, and yeah. Go out on Friday night, and you know that 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 thought that that statement I made always. I laugh at it because you know, I couldn't imagine anything no. worse no. than doing that. Yeah. But again, perhaps we're coming back to that kind of partitioning and having mm. that synergy mm. so that it's not a problem. I do see a lot of people in this industry get into it for that reason and it is the wrong reason. Again, they probably didn't see it coming. Um, and when you mean, you mean that they get in it purely for the passion without yeah. an idea of yeah. what a true yeah. business ownership yeah. looks like? Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'm painting a very broad generalizing brush. Yes. Uh, so apologies to the 26-year-old guys who love working out uh, but also want to create a really good business but there's a lot of them I think that have maybe got into the industry because they think that just means they get to train more and yeah. be on Instagram yep. more and um, go to the CrossFit Games yeah, you know, yeah. more access or, yeah. or it's my only choice yeah. if I want to go to the CrossFit Games uh, I need access to a gym uh, the place I'm working at currently doesn't recognize my greatness mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really I'm really tiring them now but uh, so yeah, the only yeah. option is to borrow yeah, 50 yeah, grand from mum and dad and yeah. do my own thing yeah I yeah. see a little bit of that yeah. and of course I you know it's not the right idea and it's not going to pay off long term for mm. them 
So, and of course, the reality is you actually end up training less because you're spending a whole lot of time coaching. You're doing yeah. admin. You're trying to do yeah. sales. You're going, yeah, what yeah. is marketing work? Yeah. You know, and yeah. suddenly you're going. Actually, now I'm training less and with yeah. less focus than I was when I, <laughs> was doing and, and, and I've been lucky. It's only really recently happened. But that was a choice for the most part. I want. I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the guy who whose business was second fiddle. Yeah, it's hard. And and of course, uh, there's relationships and family and friends to throw in there as well. They can often become second fiddle and I've been yep. very guilty of that. So I'd, ma- I'd made a choice to focus more on business, but mm-hmm. then I probably was too laser mm-hmm. focused on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything dropped by the wayside. So we're yep. currently working back on that synergy, mm-hmm. getting it all back mm-hmm. in balance. Then that breakthrough principle in your life days, you know, how family work, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, I say it to myself every night now, right? Good. Good, that's what I like to hear, good mantra. So what do you feel like your biggest business breakthrough has been? We kind of nailed it, I think, just then, like that. That was it, that realization that you had to live, you know, health, family, work. Everyone goes, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was does that nothing. guy nodding yeah, away, yeah. but I wasn't, my practice wasn't yes. reflecting that. So what, yeah. is that, what does that mean to you now, day to day or week to week? How do you actually practice the health, family, work? Well, this morning, uh, walking on the beach with my mm-hmm. partner, my mouth kept opening to talk about work-related things, and then I kept biting my tongue. Well, do- doubly challenged because you're amazing we partner, Krista. You know, also runs CrossFit 09, so you guys are in the in the zone. So yeah. it makes it even even harder to kind of leave the work at the door. Yeah, so it's so easily easy mm. to. Uh, we will even say, oh, we're not going to talk about work," and five minutes later, we're talking <laughs> about work. So um, yeah, really making that effort not mm-hmm. to not to go. They're set, trying to set aside mm-hmm. times where we do other things, yep. plan trip, leaving the phones behind. Nice being present, kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, and uh, just a gen, an understanding or a realization that uh, work will be there tomorrow. Be guilty of opening the laptop to just do one more thing. Mm-hmm. Not doing that now, and, and yep. you know, knowing I can easily do that task in the mm-hmm. morning is huge. And yeah, it's certainly taken me as long if not longer than a few people to realize that. Oh, I don't think you're alone in that one, Daz. There's plenty of uh, people, even many of our members that we talk to about this stuff uh, almost all day, every day. It's a slow journey and I think it's never a once and done thing, right? You kind of get awareness of it and then you you stay conscious and then you kind of fall off the wagon a little bit and you have to bring it back and and refocus. Yeah, I mean, being an entrepreneur, it becomes very much a part of your identity and so, you know, you wouldn't, to put an extreme in it, you wouldn't decide not to breathe for a while Mm -hmm. because it's a pain um, or not to eat because it's a pain. Likewise, it's hard not to think about something related to the business or a new business idea. I probably own about a dozen different domain names for just things that popped in my head. Oh, that might be good. Oh, you too? Oh, me too. Yeah, Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, keeping a handle on it though, I suppose, is, is, is the key. Customer lifetime value, you know, whether you're a, a gym, a business coach, advisor, a telco, it doesn't matter. Customer lifetime value is always important. Mm. So how long you can retain customers and keep them yeah. engaged in your business. Yeah. The the 10-year wall at uh, CrossFit NZ is littered with, with names, which is, yeah, is amazing. Growing. What do you think your uh, secret ingredients, or not even necessarily secret, but what do you think the ingredients are to that uh, retention that you've achieved? A few things. Chasing excellence, like just, you know, trying to be better all the time, while at the same time not jumping all over the place following the latest fad, trend, fashion, you know, mm-hmm. and, and fitness is notorious yes. for that. Yes. So I like to say we've changed a lot over the, the 11, 12 years we've been doing this, mm-hmm. but we've evolved. We haven't even mutated where we've sort of gone, yes. oh, we need to yeah. be mm-hmm. doing this and jumped mm-hmm. on a bandwagon, um, which can alienate people. No one likes change, whether it's good or bad, especially when it's very sudden. Mm-hmm. So uh, evolving slowly and learning so that, and trying to make sure that any, anything we did was permanent because it was the right choice. Yes. Um, and again, we have made mistakes, but mm-hmm. then also then I guess being willing to admit that and go, 
maybe that wasn't right and, and going away yeah. from it. Because I think if you're making no mistakes in business, yeah. your business is actually going to die because yeah. it's going to be very static, it's going to get stale, customers Absolutely. will drift because there's no innovation. So yeah. you have to be trying some you things do. and some of, yeah. them will, some of them will fail. And to that end then, I, I think that touches on another point, having the trust of your clients that you're doing it for the right reasons, you're mm. doing it for them or for your staff which means you're doing it for them ultimately. And if they see you being honest and mm -hmm. transparent about what yep. you're doing, what you're trying mm -hmm. to achieve, then mm -hmm. they will forgive the mistakes. Yes. Um, but they'll also, of course, yeah. celebrate all the mm -hmm. wins that you have yep. along the way. And um, I think that's probably one of the bigger ones. Okay. Yeah. If you could have one superpower yourself, yeah. what, would, what superpower would you have? Thanks for the heads up about this one. Uh, I, I was thinking something along the lines of more time. Mm. Um, so it's a way to stretch it mm. out, and I don't want to be greedy. I don't want to be, you know, yeah. immortal like Wolverine. He's, yeah, he's a messed yeah, up dude. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not, not So pretty. you know, maybe just twice yeah. as much. Maybe yeah. I can, if I can make every day stretch mm. into two. What do you think you'd do if you had that much more time? Just try harder. No, you wouldn't. So, you'd just fill it up with more stuff, right? <laughs> it you might take you a while. Just, I'd squander a bit. I'd squander a bit, and then you, you know, I would try to spend more time with yeah. family and friends, yeah. more time on relationships, yeah. more time learning. What does Yoda say about try? Yeah, yeah, you know that good one? point, good point. Yeah, yeah so all right, I'd, I would do that after I'd squandered a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine me to lie on the couch yep. on Saturday afternoon yep. for twice as long. Mm -hmm. It'd be great. I'd certainly, I'd certainly lap a little bit of that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Des, I know you. Uh, that would last like a week at the most, and then you just fill all that time up uh, again, and then you'd be going, oh, if I could just double it again, it'd be, it'd be uh, awesome. Yeah, I mean that thing would never be satisfied. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you know you affect a huge number of lives through CrossFit and Z, and then you work with athletes globally yeah. around the world yeah. doing training plans with them, etc. If you could give your your members uh, a superpower, what would you give them? It'd be a similar kind of vein. As uh, to, to as my superpower would be patience, guys. What's the hurry? Um, you yeah. don't need that muscle up tomorrow. <laughs> you don't need to be completely shredded tomorrow. You don't need to be fitter than you. Yeah, there's play the long game. Play the long game. Consistency. I've Bruce Lee said it. I'm going to mess his quote up. But uh, long term consistency trumps short term mm. intensity. Mm. Is how it goes. Yeah. Um, and what and yeah. It was one, there's one. one around. I I fear not the man who has done. Uh, 10,000 different kicks but the the man who has done one kick 10,000 10, times. times yeah. yeah so yeah practice deep practice deliberate mm -hmm. focus uh, enjoying the process being mm -hmm. in the moment uh, mm -hmm. you know that's at some point we are never going to be as, uh, able to get any fitter mm -hmm. and then it'll be simply maintaining and, and you know offsetting Father time, except mm -hmm. for me, because I've got superpower. I'm yeah, yeah, you sort of. All of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the rest of you, no, you're gonna, you're gonna, no, you're, you, 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 you've doubled down on your time, right? So all your time's getting compressed. Yeah. Um, okay. Final yeah. question. Final question. Many, many years from now, you've done everything you wanted to uh, achieve, and you're looking back on your life. What do you think you'll be most proud of? I'd like to think I'll be most proud of getting control of that that balance that we were mm -hmm. talking about. And it's you know it's a cliche thing. No one. No one's on their deathbed going, I wish I worked harder and mm -hmm. did all the things. So, yeah, and I just, yeah, it's hard to beat that cliche. I think that's mm -hmm. really it. We can certainly get caught up in trying to leave a legacy um, and, you know, some kind of statement, stamp on the world. But again, like, you've forgotten once, you, once totally. you're gone. So, totally. But I think if, if people miss you when you're gone, you've certainly done something mm -hmm. of consequence. Mm -hmm. um, and that maybe is tied up in a legacy somewhat, but I'd rather mm -hmm. be missed by people who are closer to me yes. than, um, yeah. you know, no offense, playing by clients or mm -hmm. um, you know people who are a bit more mm -hmm. distance, mm -hmm. distant. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. Is is, yeah. is those connections? Those connections would be 
what it's all about. Yeah. And and uh, something that I get to experience is the amount of influence of, of lives you've done on the on the way through. You've built an amazing community at CrossFit NZ, and like you said earlier, you know you come for a, probably some kind of uh, fitness motivation, and then you get there, and it's actually it is like that second second family. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think you'd be yeah. exceptionally proud of the, uh, the community you've built on the way through. Likes fitness. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, good bit of good bit of banter, yeah. um, support when when required. Well, and a, uh, no a one good crew. no one throws it out like you do, Ryan. <laughs> Always a welcome addition to those early classes when Indeed. things are a bit sluggish. Someone's got to bring the energy, you know. Yeah. All these people moping you, around at five forty in the morning. Expert. That's good. Fantastic. Uh, Des, thanks so much for coming in and sharing a bit of that uh, that wisdom. I think definitely um, people. There's some really just fundamental things you can do around your nutrition. You know, yeah. as, as yeah, you highlighted. Keep moving, you know, CrossFit might not be your thing, cycling, rowing, yeah, whatever it might not be your thing, but just go and go and move, move your body. Um, One of my clients was simply uh, a really simple discussion this morning. He said he normally takes his uh, son swimming on a Friday morning, and the first thing he'd do is pull his laptop out, sit on the side of the pool doing emails, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to catch up as such. And he said, you know, I, I ditched that, and last week I just went, I did two walks up Mount Eden right. you know early in the morning beautiful city yeah. that we live in two walks you know it doesn't have to be this uh, extreme thing that you're going and fitness just get out there and move people no, no. it's uh, good to, good to see do a few push ups a few squats and go for a long walks so you'll be winning yep. Yep. if you're winning still doing that at 80 that's the key like, yeah it's what totally. you're doing then yep. yeah definitely hey good job thanks Des thanks Ron awesome buddy